Greetings, Astro Darlings, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Today is Sunday, December 31st in the year 2023, and it is the last day of 2023. And I am Deb McBride, and I am recording this in the beautiful garden I have in Escazú, Costa Rica. And it is a beautiful morning. And um, it's the last day of 2023. And that makes this the last podcast of 2023. And we say farewell to 2023 today, tonight, and we move into a brand new year. So I have a masterclass that I did a couple of weeks ago that is all about 2024. And, (laughs) you know, if you want to hear me make a prediction and then have an earthquake hit immediately afterwards, then you are welcome to purchase this masterclass and enjoy what I have to say and the moment when the earthquake hits. (laughs) (laughs) only where I was, not where the audience was. They were in the U.S. I was here in Costa Rica and everybody um, was like, you're kidding. You're kidding. There's there's an earthquake. Oh, my God. So uh, I invite you. It's called Vision of the Future 2024. And it's interesting. We talk a lot about what's going on next year. We talk all about that's the theme of the masterclass. So I invite you to purchase that. If you'd like to purchase it, you can contact me, Deb at DebMcBride.com or info at GoldenAstrologer.com and connect with me about how to purchase it. It is only $55. It runs about almost two hours. So you get your money's worth. It's lots of value, lots of discussion, lots of my describing next year. And I'm actually excited about next year. Um... I wouldn't say 2023 was an amazing year, but I mean, it was, I think it was complicated. I think it was complicated and a little, and a little hard, you know, it was hard. And that doesn't mean we're not grateful for it. That doesn't mean we shouldn't have gratitude for this year as we bid farewell, farewell. And it is really important to do that and connect with what we learned and what we experienced and what we had to embrace and, but I have a very good feeling about 2024, which is a good thing because I, I actually, I don't know that I had that. Maybe if I went back and listened to the podcast, (laughs) I would find, I have a good feeling about 2023, but I felt uh, there were different things. I remember saying that the year ahead, 2023, wasn't going to really begin till the end of January because of all the shifts and changes in the new moon and the Chinese New Year and the um, and Uranus going forward and Mars going forward and that was and one by one Mercury went forward Mars went forward um, Uranus went forward all in January now this is not the case with this year this is a different case and I'm happy for that um, because already we are seeing a big push forward, as I have described in previous podcasts, as Jupiter has gone direct. And Jupiter went direct last night at 9.40 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you are in a different location, say Europe or Australia, for example, then you experienced Jupiter going direct earlier yesterday. And I experienced it going direct at 8.40 p.m., but anyway, Jupiter is now direct, and this is really, really good. You know, 
it's not bad to have a retrograde planet. It's not bad to have planets go retrograde. It's just an internal process. But after a while, when you're going through your internal process, as I'm sure you all know, when you're in an internal process, you're like, okay, I'm working on this. No, I want to stay in my internal process. No, you really want to move out of that and take everything you've learned and take everything you've processed and move forward in your life in the world. So this is something really positive and beautiful and good. So Jupiter goes direct. It was direct at about five degrees, five degrees of Taurus. And that's a good thing because Taurus is where it's going to be meeting Uranus in April. And it's going to start meeting it earlier. I mean, right now, and as I said before, because Jupiter has gone down, now gone direct, Jupiter is now getting ready to meet Uranus. So its goal is to, okay, I'm getting ready to travel through the rest of Taurus. You know, it, it's stationed at 15 degrees of Taurus, right in the middle of the sign, which is also the cardinal axis. 15 degrees fixed is the cardinal axis. And we re-experienced what we had been through in like the second half of this year and then now it's gone direct and it's going to start going past its shadow past 15 degrees Taurus not right away but in a couple of months and then it's going to meet up with Uranus in April so Uranus will go direct on the 28th of January and the two of them are going to do this dovetail they're going to connect they're going to go uh, in this conjunction, we're going to start feeling it. I think we're going to feel it already because of Jupiter going direct. And then we're going to feel it get, you know, expanded and trumped up and all because of, you know, Uranus, Uranus going direct at the end of January in a month. And then we're going to watch them come together for the first time since 2010 so and 2011. So it's really a powerful moment for Taurus especially, but for fixed signs, you know, Aquarius, Leo, Scorpio, and also for the rest of the Zodiac, obviously, but the people who are going to feel it the most dramatically are probably the fixed signs. It's going to be smooth for the earth signs, Virgo and Capricorn, because they're in a smooth relationship to Taurus. But it's a moment. It's in your chart somewhere. I talk about this on the masterclass, Vision of the Future. And, you know, again, I suggest you take a look at that. You receive it and take a look at that because it's going to help you assimilate these energies. It's a big, big moment. Okay. We're going to talk more about that as the year comes along and we start to feel what those energies are like. So Jupiter is direct. And in this moment, um, there is a little kerfuffle with Venus, the moon and Saturn. So in the elements of Jupiter going direct and that feeling of Jupiter going direct, we have like, yes, Jupiter's going direct and it's powerful and it's positive and it's energetic. And, you know, it's going to take a little while to get past that, you know, station a couple of days or so. But in the meantime, the moon is in Virgo. It is opposing Saturn and it's squaring Venus. And Venus and Saturn come to an exact square tomorrow. So this is the this is one of the first aspects of the new year, okay? And so it's a little bit emotionally stressful. Um, you know, nobody wants a Venus-Saturn square on New Year's Eve because it's like, meh. It sort of dampens the party. But Venus is in Sagittarius, and that elevates the mood a little bit. So she'll find some humor. She'll find some bodiness. She'll find her fire 
and, you know, maintain a respectful relationship with Saturn, okay? We've got three planets in Sagittarius, Venus, Mercury, and Mars, and they've all had gone through their thing with Saturn as they, in the last few months, as they approach the early part of Sagittarius. But Venus is newly in Sagittarius, and so she's squaring Saturn, and the moon is there, and it's sort of triggering all of this. So if you feel a little like, oh no, people aren't coming to our party, or oh, that party was a bummer, or oh, and if you feel like staying home, do it. Don't do anything that doesn't feel right. You know, when I'm, I'm a big proponent of Listen to yourself, listen to your heart, listen to what your body wants and do the things that your body really needs and wants and what you feel. And that's what we want to do. We want to feel into the new year. We, how do you want to feel in the new year? And how do you want to start this new year? So, you know, don't, don't get into arguments with friends. Don't go out and have like a drunken argument with a friend tonight. Don't feel like you are in some sticky situation with people just kind of keep it keep it low and you know keep yourself in a in a good place you know i think saturn helps right now with three planets in sagittarius venus squaring saturn kind of helps things a little bit stay mellow and not get out of control so maybe before anyone gets out of control there's always going to be people out of control but maybe they'll think twice before they get out of control so i don't know i don't know what's going to where it is in your world it, it could very well be but mars is with mercury and sagittarius and they may be a little wild okay so that t-square with the feminine planets to saturn is asking us to you know honor the feminine energy and we all have feminine energy no matter who we are people in general above and beyond any sort of preferences have feminine and masculine energy so right now the feminine is a little bit stressed and so she may be pressured by Saturn to do to do to do when the feminine is supposed to step back and receive and you know it's not that she doesn't do the feminine does but she you know we need to question the motives and question where we are right now emotionally before we step forward in anything. And if you are feeling a little blue right now, and that is often the case during New Year's Eve, people feel blue, that's okay. Just allow it to happen and allow yourself to be in a place of, you know, allowing the blueness to move through you as you, as you get through to the next step of the new year, okay? I do have a good feeling about next year. And Mercury goes direct tomorrow, the 1st, at 10.08 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's going to be 9.08 p.m. my time. And this is a really good thing. This is great. Now Mercury is going direct, and this is what I mean about the push forward. Mercury, planet of communication, will be going direct in the sign that Jupiter rules. And so Jupiter went direct, Mercury's going direct, and this is this is very good omen for the new year we're stepping into it right away and you know it will start to immediately become a productive year because this week mars goes into capricorn on the morning of the fourth which is thursday so when you get past the days of holiday and you start to move forward thursday it's funny because it's towards the end of the week 
and we're going into this first week of January tomorrow, tonight at midnight. And but Mars is going to go into Capricorn and it's exalted in Capricorn. So Mars likes to be in Capricorn. It likes to do that, you know, focused, structured, hard work thing. So if you're if you're structuring your new year, you know, you may even want to wait until everything goes direct and move into Thursday before you really start setting your plans ahead and setting your calendar for this new year. It's always confusing when the holidays are during the week. Always. Last Wednesday, right? So last uh, Christmas was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I ran some errands. I was out and I didn't know what day it was. <laughs> And that was a nice day. That was the sun trying Jupiter. It was very lovely. And I had a good day running the errands I needed to run. And funny. It was just funny because I'm getting emails from people. And I'm like, wait a minute. What day is today? And I realized it's Wednesday. And it's not. It's not Saturday, Deb. It's when. So it's. And I'm not alone because I saw a post on someone I follow on Instagram saying, if you need this. Just know that today is Wednesday. And I'm like, yeah, I need this. <laughs> I said, thanks. I needed that because it was like, it was like such a confusing thing. And even on Christmas Day, even on Christmas Day, we were, we were out. We went out for the day and we were up in, near the Poaz volcano and it was brilliant and sunny and breezy and chilly up, up in the volcano region. And I said to my friend Monica, yes, it's today's Monday. She's like, today's Monday. Because we were feeling like it was Sunday. But that's what happens when holidays fall on weekdays. So, you know, by now we have to get used to it. Um, we had a zany experience. It's always zany here. You know, where I live, it's always zany. My Monica's mother, um, Giselle, was at her shop. She has an Indian shop close by here. And she was there with people in her shop till a little bit late on the day before Christmas Eve and she came home and she came home to find something on the floor of her bedroom and when she flicked the light on it was the tail of an iguana and she has her granddaughter her granddaughter moved with her husband to Austin and her granddaughter left her two tuxedo twin cats here I call them the tuxedo twins and they <laughs> they ripped apart an iguana while Giselle was out all day <laughs> So she's like, great, where do I find the other half of the iguana? <laughs> and after searching her house, it was in her closet, very much alive, without a tail. And the cats were going crazy, she said. And they wouldn't leave it alone. And they, she's like, all right, they're going to kill it. I'm going to bed. I'll deal with it tomorrow. She was exhausted. And this is what happens. I mean, we're in the, we got a little jungle going on here. So, you know, cats and iguanas don't necessarily mix. And I feel bad for the iguana, but this is, I've had to, I've had to learn that this is life here, you know, and this is life in nature. And, um, and the cats must have dragged the iguana in. And so, so the iguana was very much alive all night and the cats were so excited they didn't let her sleep they were jumping on her they were jumping off they were jumping on they were really excited and so she left word with monica to please get someone to help get the iguana out of the house the next morning because it wasn't dead and so she left to go back to her shop and poor monica had to go find the iguana in her mother's house and it was in the it was in the closet hissing at her like opening its mouth and hissing at her because it was terrified the poor thing 
But Elisa was alive, and so she had to get her husband, Alejandro, to come and, and try to get the iguana. And they said it took them at least an hour, and after an hour, they wanted to give up. They were just going to say, sorry, you have to live with this iguana. <laughs> and instead, you know, they, they lured it out with sticks and with different things to get it out, and it was like cornering itself in different parts of the apartment and hissing and and finally finally they had all these christmas eve errands to run before we had christmas eve in the garden and they couldn't get this you know thing out finally they got it out finally they got it out onto the the terrace and it it ran away but the poor thing they do grow their tails back for those who are worried about the iguana their tails grow back so if you see a little gecko like i see sometimes no tail it's okay. It grows back. So the tail will grow back. And I'm not entirely sure it was an iguana. I'm betting it was a Jesus Christ lizard, but I didn't see it, so I don't know. But, you know, cats. <laughs> navigating cats. Um, so, yes. So, and navigating iguanas. So, yeah, the poor thing. But it, it, will, it will be fine. It will be fine. So, yes, this was one of those zany Christmas stories that we had this year at Dos Rios. And um, meanwhile, meanwhile, we are now going into this time of more Jupiter, more Jupiter energy, more Mercury energy. And I think that's what set up our zany Christmas stories, all this stationing of things and starting to move forward and high energy, high energy aspects we've had. But we do have a high energy aspect on Wednesday the 3rd with Venus and Jupiter. And this is that funny little aspect that I tell people, and it's not really funny for astrologers, but it's the inconjunct, and it's this 150-degree aspect where they're not in opposition, they're not in trine, but they are in, somewhere in between. And it's a little bit of a needling aspect, of, as I've described here before. And Venus and Jupiter are in each other's signs. So this makes it particularly potent because they are in what we call a mutual reception. So Venus is the ruler of Taurus, and it rules Taurus and all things earthbound in beauty and sensuality, the way Taurus is, and money. And Jupiter in Taurus is about abundance and expansion of abundance. But Venus that rules Taurus is in Sagittarius, which rules is ruled by Jupiter. So this is an this is a true mutual reception, and they are in aspect to one another. So they could be in mutual reception in each other's homes without talking to one another, but they are talking to one another. So Wednesday is going to be interestingly abundant, but also somewhat weird <laughs> and uncomfortable. It's it, like I said, it's a needling aspect. So but they're they're not. It's not bad because these are the two benefics. Jupiter being the greater benefic, and they are connected to one another in this aspect. Now, again, I have actually a very good feeling about this, but it is also another one of those times you want to watch your wallet and your indulgence and your overindulgence and just be present in this moment of enjoying the connection between this these two planets. You'll feel this energetically. And energetically, it should be a very positive day, Wednesday, right? And it should feel somewhat, maybe you'll still get holiday visitors. Maybe it'll be like, oh, weird, the holiday's over, but people still want to visit, or I'm still hearing from people, or how interesting, like people are still calling and, and connecting with you. So this is, this is something very positive, even though it's a, it's a weirdly positive energy. Let's put it that way, okay? And so 
use it to be creative, use it to be, you know, expanding your sense of abundance, use it to be, you know, empowered on a certain level. We want to start the year off in an empowered way and don't let Venus and Saturn, which is going to happen on the first, uh, get in, get involved with that. Don't let Venus and Saturn dampen your sense of moving forward. Okay. Don't, it's like moving forward with caution because of Venus and Saturn, but Jupiter has gone direct. Mercury is going direct. Remember, we're, we're in this vibe of this nice, expansive moment forward, okay? And Mercury is in Jupiter's sign. So this is, there's a lots, there's a lot of connections between Mercury and Venus and Jupiter right now, which I feel is very, very positive and an optimistic feeling as we start the new year. So don't let Saturn get in the way. Don't let, Saturn's just saying, you know, be cautiously optimistic. Okay. That's, that's really where we're at with this. Okay. So as we move into the new year, we're, you know, Mars likes being in Sag where it is now. So like I said, we've got three planets in Sag and, and then it really likes being in Capricorn. So we've got some good Mars energy for a while. So I like that. Um, and as we step forward into the new year, know that we are going into some very big transformative energies, that Jupiter Uranus is going to be transformative, that Pluto at the end of January that's going to go into Aquarius for most of the year. So these are deeply positive, but also transformative, okay? So, you know, and you have to have, even if it's positive, you know, you're building up to something positive. Positive energy doesn't just come out of nowhere. It comes from having made changes, um, opened doors, trusted and had faith, having faith. You know, and Jupiter is the planet of faith. So there's lots of Jupiterian energy with us right now. You know, Mars and Mercury are still very close together in Sag as I speak. Jupiter has moved forward. Venus is in Sag. All of this very... Jupiterian energy greets us at this new year. We didn't have this last year, okay? We didn't begin 2023 with the same level of abundance and expansion and positivity that we're getting now. We had that more toward the Thanksgiving time at the end of 2022 because that's when Jupiter went direct and and there was a new moon in Sag. So that's that's why we want to, you know, take take note of this and be grateful. Remember when we're letting go of something and we're releasing like this old year, sit back with yourself, reflect, and it's always reflection, you know, there's always reflection at this time of year. Reflect on what you're grateful for this year. And that's always going to do you well. You're not, you know, there are times when we say, I want to this year, you're just grateful that it's over. Okay. Like I said last week, I'm not sorry to see 2023 go. I think it was complicated and hard, but I do feel better because I feel like we're starting on a really positive note. And this is, this is different. We don't get to do this often. Sometimes things are hanging in the air that are complicated and stressful from the year before. When I began 2023, I lost a friend. Um, one of my friends passed away that was in New York. And while it was still, like I said, the, the energies of 2022 were still upon us because the things hadn't turned over yet, we are looking at, um, you know, a more, I think, a more positive start to this new year. So yay for that. Excellent energies for that. 
on Saturday the 6th, which is the Epiphany. And I always like to keep the Christmas decorations up. Until, I don't really decorate anymore, but I like to keep the decorations up until the Epiphany. This is the day at 3.35 a.m. that the sun will square Chiron. Now, Chiron just went direct to Christmas, too. And so this is actually, you know, we it, it highlights our wounds. It highlights things that we don't want to bring into this new year, like we can clear away. The sun is always warming. The sun is always... A positive energy and the Sun is always healing okay it does trigger things sometimes but the Sun is always a healing aspect and so when even though it's squaring Chiron it's shedding some light on any wounds that we may want to clear away as we start this new year and we want to release and we want to have gratitude for 2023 so this is in this first week when we move into next week which we'll talk about on next week's podcast we have a lot of energy going on because um we got a new moon next week we've got the sun trining uranus we've got um mercury squaring neptune and and so lots of energy in that really getting into the second week of January, but let's just focus. Today's the 31st of December, and we are working towards this new, new, fresh start of Monday the 1st in a new year. So I absolutely believe we're going to have a different, exciting, powerful year. And as we close this year, just have the gratitude and thank the universe for the lessons you learned in this year and be positive and grateful for everything that's happened and connect to the new energies of the new year remember how do you want to feel how do you want to feel in this new year um what do you want to bring forward and it's up to us you know a lot of times in the past i have deferred to the universe i say well whatever the universe wants for the new year yes that's true like don't don't go against nature don't say I'm going to do this. You know, it's always, I was saying this on Instagram the other day. It's always about do, 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 do. We're going to do, I'm going to do this. And this is where we sort of make the mistake because doing, doing is great. Don't get me wrong. Doing, starting the year off right, doing something new. People always start the new year with a new exercise regimen, with a diet, with, a, you know, this and that and their resolutions and all. It's really about projections. It's really about how you want to feel because that's more important doing gets we gets us into burnout by march no one wants to go to the gym anymore by march nobody wants the diet by february nobody wants a diet anymore <laughs> um you know it's about how you want to feel do you want to feel healthier okay then bring in call in the energetics of health and vitality call in the energetics of feeling great in your body and that will naturally lead you to do the right things. Instead of killing yourself at the gym, maybe your body doesn't want that. Maybe your body wants to hike in nature, even if it's winter where you are. So this is where you have to listen to your body and listen to your intuition and listen to your gut and bring in, call in the energetics of what you want to experience in the new year, okay? Take note of what you're feeling, not what your brain wants you to do. Okay, so doing, doing, doing. Yes, doing helps, but do when it's accompanied by an aligned feeling and we take action in alignment. 
So everybody gets these crazy ideas that they're going to get, lose all this weight, and they're going to do this and do that. Very admirable. <laughs> and I call them crazy ideas because we get obsessive about them. We're, I'm going to do this. And no, mark my words, I'm going to get... Listen to your body. Listen to your insights. Listen to your intuition. Take a step forward gently into this new year. Remember, Venus and Saturn are squaring. They want you to be kind to yourself and not hard on yourself, okay? And that's what we need to pay attention to as we step forward into the new year. So we're welcoming this new year in a positive way, and it's a positive experience as Mercury and Jupiter have gone direct or they're going direct, and it opens the door for opportunity, great opportunities in the new year, and positive energy. And with that, I thank you for listening for this whole year of 2023. Gratitude to everyone for listening to me every week and being present and telling me that you love my podcast, whoever wrote to me. And I, I wish you the best amazing 2024 you could possibly ever create from your insights and intuitions and everything you want to feel. So I wish you the most amazing year ahead. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast family. And remember, you can always reach out to me when you need to. If you want to have a session, go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Connect with me there. Go to book online and you can have a session with me. Go to my Instagram, thegoldenastrologer. And remember, I'm doing expansion mentoring. And to start the year off right with expansion mentoring, that would be a great way to feel into the new year and listen to what your gut wants and expand into this new year, right? So we want to expand into the new year. So happy expansion, happy Jupiter forward, happy Mercury forward, happy new year, happy 2024, welcoming into, the, into this new space. And I thank you for listening and have a beautiful new year and a beautiful week ahead.